0: Simba, I'm very
1: disappointed in you. I know. You could have been killed. You deliberately disobeyed me. And what's worse, you put Nala in danger.
0: You deliberately disobeyed me. You deliberately disobeyed me. You deliberately disobeyed me. And what's worse, you put Nala in danger. You deliberately disobeyed me. You deliberately
1: disobeyed me. You deliberately disobeyed me. What's worse? You put Nala in danger. What was that? Hey, this is our second. Episode or we've cross series where we reviewed Cheech Marin twice. Really? Wait, what else was he in? My kids. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, Uncle
0: he the, Felix. is he the one that goes, Simba, you deliberately
1: disobeyed me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simba Keep going. Sky. No, I don't have a Cheech Marin impression.
0: Oh, I thought I thought that's what we were doing now. I can here I can do it. Everything oh.
1: the light touches. What about that over there? That's Rossville. What? There's a, there was a meme going around where it's like, everything the light touches is yours. And he's like, what about that shadowy place over there? And he goes, that's Rossville, Georgia. Oh, yeah, know.
0: you name a, a part of your town that, uh, that nobody likes or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, it's the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good, or if we just thought they were, because we were small, dumb idiots. My name is Eli Schaaf-Smith, and I am the greatest good you're ever going to get.
1: And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French call (laughs) laissez compétent. And you just gargled into the mic, Raphon. Okay, so, You deliberately
0: disobeyed me. You gargled into the microphone, and what's worse, you put Nala in danger.
1: <laughs> so that—that that, folks is Elisha's impression of James Earl Jones impersonating a lion. The crowd is going nuts for it. So we <laughs> had a, they stopped um, so abruptly. <laughs> We had a record, a recording off. I guess we send voice memos to each other frequently, mm-hmm. and um, I had a pretty good Mufasa impression. You have to admit to that. It was really good, but you can't recreate it now. I can't recreate it. I'm gonna try. Okay. Uh, go. The 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 best moment that I could recreate was when he said, "Everything the light touches," and it was just that one little, that one little snippet. It, so. My
0: favorite line that he says in this movie is, if this is a consular ship, then where is the ambassador? <laughs> okay, go ahead.
1: Everything the light touches. And that was it.
0: Oh. Everything
1: the light touches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was me trying to gargle my off-brand LaCroix, but it just sounded
1: like me moaning like a zombie. Yeah. Oh. How is that impression? Everything the light touches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I won't ah. interrupt you this time. Go for it. No, I already did it. You're made. done. I'm You're done. done. Everything okay. the light touches. Wait. Uh, what was the? What did you? You deliberately disobeyed. Me.
0: Yes, that's the one. See, that was pretty good. That's not bad. And
1: what's worse, you put Nala in danger.
0: Um. So we're talking about the Lion King today. It's a movie from 1994. Mm -hmm. But before we talk about The Lion King, there is some important things that we need to talk about as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard about this, but the Walt Disney Company um, is remaking some movies. They've done it again. They've remade Aladdin. They've remade Beauty's uh, Beast. Beauty's (laughs) Beast. They've remade Pete's Dragon. And they are remaking The Little Mermaid. And there's, uh, I just have a question for you about that. There's, uh, so there's walk, been some controversy. a
1: thin line here, bud.
0: There's some, been some
1: controversy,
0: and everyone is, there's some people that are upset about one specific thing, and I don't think I can blame them. And that one thing is this, yeah. the crab Sebastian. <laughs> what is he going to look like <laughs> okay. when he's a real crab?
1: <laughs> okay, here's, here's the deal. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to answer this question for you. And the, the answer to it, you're not going to like. Oh, no. So I have some Disney intel. Okay. I have some connections over at the Walt Disney uh, live action remake studios.
0: And just to be clear, our views on this podcast do represent the views of the Walt Disney
1: company. Correct. <laughs> they do. Um, so they're who framed Roger rabbiting it? They're space jamming
0: it. Oh, it's just going to be a little 2D Sebastian running around? Yeah,
1: well, they're stealing him directly from the original and just superimposing him in this real-life situation. What if they do that and it doesn't
0: even... like It just looks like a magazine cutout. Like, they don't (laughs) even bother to do a good job of photoshopping the
1: edges. It's just stills. They're yeah. not. It's not even him in moving parts. It's he kind of hops
0: across the screen like a like the Mickey Mouse ears in a Disney sing along. He's in one static pose, where his <laughs> mouth's just kind of open. But, but really though, I cannot figure out what this boy's gonna look like because if you look at the, you look at a real crab. You look well, you look at a real crab and you see a man that does not have a head. That is what I see <laughs> when I see a crab. It's a little disc with some legs and some big hands. And if you look at the one in the movie, the old one, he yeah has this sort of head thing that looks kind of like a human head, and crabs don't have that.
1: Yeah. Um. So here's some casting choices for live action Sebastian. Lin Manuel. Uh, yes, that's the only one I've heard. Of. Is he <laughs> is he actually like confirmed? Uh, no. But so I'm guessing he won't be Jamaican. Correct. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm googling live action crabs as we speak.
0: <laughs> Did you type those words into Google?
1: Yeah, and you know you could have just typed in crabs, right? <laughs> but I wanted them to to know what I was talking about. Okay. And let me tell you, um, I I got a little more than what I bargained for here, bud. Uh oh. Um. Well if my research is correct Sebastian is not going to be good looking at all. Well he's a crab. Yeah. And I've never once kissed a crab on the lips. I haven't recently. I know we don't talk about that much. So what I, you you and you know the majority of the uh Twitterverse are are pretty up in arms about the fact that um they can't seem to find a handsome crab out there to to model Sebastian after
0: it seems like an impossible task, and that has been the main controversy around this live action remake and mm-hmm. honestly, I would say, um hopefully should, the only one well, yeah hopefully the only one I was just gonna say they should probably not even bother to make this movie because I don't understand how they're not going to offend a lot of crabs. <laughs> Because Are you we can't, that ugly? you can't just do a real crab singing. I'm sorry, but you can't do that, and you can't do, you can't His put a little human so head small. on him. Yeah. Okay, that actually is probably the way to go. That would be very cute, honestly.
1: Would it though? Have Maybe. you seen a crab's mouth?
0: Which Clint, is my. Uh, do you know my... who you're talking to? Did you just That's ask me if true. I've seen a
1: crab's mouth? Have you seen a crab's mouth? I'm the it's ocean my, king. Uh, Direct experience, or my direct spinoff of a dog's purpose, a crab's mouth. So, um, we are, as you said earlier, um, we are talking about Disney live-action remakes, and um, it was directly pertaining to the Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. and this this episode as a whole is um related to the nineteen ninety-four uh, Lion King movie.
0: And honestly, I would say it's a matter of time before they remake this one.
1: Yeah. And, I, you know, I think that would be good. I think it would be a good thing.
0: I don't know, man. I'm skeptical. But I don't think we even have to worry about that just yet. We got, we just got to get through this Little Mermaid and then this Mulan. And then if they ever do a
1: Lion King. This Mulan thing. Yeah. Let's hold off on. Let's talk about Mulan for a second. Okay. So what do you want to say about Mulan? I find it interesting that this Mulan is not a musical, right? It and, doesn't seem um, to be.
0: It's def- I, it definitely doesn't have the characters singing the songs. So that's what a musical is, right?
1: <laughs> correct. Um, and it also does not have Eddie Murphy's character, which um, I don't think his character is even in it um, at all. The Mushu character. I don't yeah. think that he is going to make a live-action appearance. It seems like they've
0: they've replaced him with a phoenix instead of a
1: dragon. Yes, Witch. interesting choice. Okay. Played by Joaquin Phoenix. Played by Joaquin Phoenix. You know, every, down. Time, every time I hear that in one of our recordings, I typically listen uh, in my car, and it's always jarring.
0: <laughs> because it's you're like, awful. where are all these people coming
1: from? Correct. I thought this was only two people. So, um, are you mad about
0: Mushu? Are you hashtag I'm, mad about Mushu?
1: I I don't know. I think if they were to make it a strict musical, then yes, I would be. But since it looks like it's gonna be something entirely different, then no, I I'm not. Okay. That's fair. Um yeah. that's fair. So you owe me an apology, I believe. I if do I'm reading our show notes correctly. I I did text you this
0: week that I would apologize to you for something. Correct. Um, and that is that I was wrong about something. Um, and this is about, I have a guess. This is about the movie The Lion King. We are officially yes. talking about The Lion King. So after this, we'll get into our personal experience with the movie. But I would like to allow you to guess what you think I'm going to apologize for.
1: So we had a disagreement on whether or not um, Be Prepared was a integral part of the movie and that it belonged in the movie and you, you you weren't against it but you didn't think it was a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's my guess is that you're apologizing thinking that it is a good song.
0: Um so it turns out that you are 100% correct.
1: Be prepared it's
0: actually <laughs> a banger and I was wrong and I apologize. I'm sorry. Yes,
1: yes, you you enjoy the Nazi imagery. <laughs> you heard it your first folks.
0: I when I was watching it I, I don't know what shifted cause I've seen this movie so many times that it wasn't like anything triggered in my memory that mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I don't remember that. I was just like, I don't know. This is a great song. Um, it, yeah. yeah, I was wrong. I was trying to have a hot take and I, I,
1: it made me a bad it person. Made you look, it made you look like a fool and it made me look like a fool in the minority. Um, but I'm glad that you have succumbed to uh, the, uh, the, the the amazing Nazi banger that is uh, Be Prepared. Do you
0: think if they were to ever remake The Lion King, which, again, I don't think would ever happen, do you mm-hmm. think they would include the, the shot that is clearly a bunch of
1: Nazis walking? You know, um... I'm, I would be interested to see that, because if they were to make it a live action, I'd be interested to see how they make those hyenas do that. And That's a great uh, point. I, I can't imagine seeing live action uh, hyenas goose step across a, an <laughs> elephant graveyard, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, if they're just goose stepping
0: across a regular field, but elephant graveyards <laughs> are notoriously full of... Potholes and whatnot that would are you going to trip you up?
1: Yes or no? Uh, Are elephant graveyards real? Uh, Elephants got to go somewhere when they die. That's true. They got to bury them someplace. Let me do a quick Google search elephant grave. No, not elephant gun. Elephant (laughs) graveyard. Is there a gun called an elephant gun? There is because it kills elephants. Um, so any time I type in something, it's just about the Lion King.
0: Can we just reminisce for a second about the time you Googled live
1: action crabs, trying to find a picture <laughs> of a crab? Those were, those were good times, weren't they? So it says here, an elephant's graveyard is a mythical place. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's a place of wonder and delight. Children, hop into my carriage. We will take you to the elephant graveyard. And what's this that I click on on the screen? It is an elephant being strung up by a noose from a crane. Wait, I'm gonna really d- yes. Oh and no, that's awful, I can't look at that anymore. <laughs> this this is over. <laughs> well, uh,
0: Skinath for listening.
1: Did you hear about whenever uh, Nikola Tesla and uh, what's his name? What's the other guy? Thomas Edison were testing out uh, which which electricity was best, his or his. <laughs> um they would um kill elephants with it is that actually true that is a fact they used i, I think it was nikola tesla would have like live elephants brought into his demonstrations and would uh hook it up and then kill the elephant
0: huh well they're making that movie about them so yeah. maybe that'll be in it and maybe we will get to see an elephant graveyard on screen <sighs> a mythical place <laughs> A live-action Elephant Graveyard. If it doesn't Come happen in the me. Nikola Tesla movie, I don't think it ever will happen.
1: <laughs> and you'll be in a world of elephant assassination. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should
0: talk about the movie The Lion King from 1994. Yep. And we Which should... has the
1: best Elephant Graveyard scene.
0: Probably the best. Yeah, it's top five for me, for sure. Let's talk about our personal experience with this movie. Clint, what is your personal experience with The King of the Lions?
1: So this movie came out uh, the year of my birth, 1994, in the year of our Lord. I was born Um, then, too. Yes, you were. Do you know what month this came out? Was this a Thanksgiving movie? Good question. Keep talking. If well, I was born in October, and I believe you were born in the month of March. Am I, Ugh, I right? April. April. Some darn it, friend! You are. I know. <clears throat> but um, you know, growing up, this was um, of course, a it was a June part, movie, a June movie. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I didn't so, expect that uh, either. Yeah, uh, I was I was born after this movie uh was released. Yeah, and, and, you know, growing up, it was a part of my childhood. I remember seeing it. I remember watching it. I remember loving it. Um, it was not as important to me as it was to uh, your childhood. Um, but, I, but I do remember, you know, always uh, it, it was a staple go-to um, as far as movies to watch. A staple go-to as far staple as movies go-to. to
0: watch. That's Clint's review of <laughs> The Lion King.
1: And I am not a lizard alien that's trying <laughs> to learn English. it. This was a movie I viewed with my eyes and I loved it. That's, I had feelings. When you
0: pick up the VHS of the Lion King, you turn over the back and on the back in quotations, it says a staple vo- go-to as far as movies to watch. And it yep. is dash Clint, Clint page. Roger comma, Ebert. <laughs> dash Clint page, comma Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, Clint Page, in parentheses, Xanthor. Uh, so I, this was a very important movie to me. Um, I saw it many times as a wee lad, and then in elementary school at some I point, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but my aunt took me and my sister to see the musical of The Lion King in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. it changed my life. Yeah. And I remember uh, watching the movie right before we went to see the show um, and loving it and then going to see the show, being blown away, being terrified by the hyenas walking down the aisles and all that stuff. And then going home and being like, OK, I got to watch this movie again immediately. Um, and I've seen it so many times for most of my life. I think I would have said it was my favorite movie. Um, I Now that I've rewatched it, I would say it is in my Top ten for sure, but yeah, um, it isn't it? It's no longer clear first place for me. Um, but yeah, I love this movie. It was very important to my childhood. One of yeah the most um, important movies to my childhood, I would say. And yeah, did you know that this movie was um it was being developed around the same time as Pocahontas, and it was kind of like their their backup movie, like their B team of animators, really, were working on Lion King. They really were not. Counting on it to be a success in any way, and it was uh way more well received than uh Pocahontas, which
1: that not a very good movie, (laughs) yeah, that I find interesting. And I'm purely just looking at the uh uh cast list between the two. I mean, you know, Pocahontas, name one famous person from Pocahontas, you can't name. 16 famous people from the Lion King and it would be pretty easy Jonathan Taylor Thomas that's three yep. he has three that's names three. Jonathan Taylor Thomas James Earl Jones James. That's oh three. my goodness Beyonce uh, just kidding what uh, if Beyonce would, was in the Lion that would be King weird. that would be so random that would be crazy um, and kooky Nathan what's his name Nathan Fillion <laughs> Nathan
0: Lane <laughs> Nathan Fillion he plays rhinoceros number four
1: the the goal the plan is to become king what that nathan fillion that's nathan for you guy okay
0: no that's nathan fillion is a different actor that's nathan fielder it's from fireline Fireline. (laughs) dang it (laughs) that's why i didn't get your joke no, Maybe. I'm not editing this out. That no, was a funny a joke. It would have
1: been in as a friend of the show. <laughs> he
0: is gonna be so hurt that he forgot his name. <laughs> he's uh... the guy from Castle, isn't he? Castle, yes, he's from Castle.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. Which <laughs> is darn it,
0: the show about what if crimes were happening in a castle in books? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> what if crimes were books? What if crimes were books? So should we talk about? our first impressions of this upon rewatching it. Yes. Um, absolutely. Do you wanna
1: do we wanna guess each other's ratings? Uh yeah. I'll guess yours, you guess mine. How about that?
0: You know what? That sounds That's like a plan. Fun. Okay. Uh you guess mine. Okay. I'm guessing
1: nine. Okay. I'm gonna guess you're a ten. I'm a ten. I am also and a that ten that was
0: also my rating. Oh, I've made that joke before on this show.
1: We're both tens? You're bo- we are both tens. I mean I, it's a perfect movie, right? I I I can honestly say watching this, I think I got the most enjoyment watching this than anything we have watched for this podcast. Really? So is it at the top of your purely nostalgia ranking? It 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 is. Um I don't know why. Uh I I, I you know said it earlier um i believe in our aladdin episode that aladdin was my favorite disney movie and boy how the tides have turned how do them words taste those, these words those words that crow, you're eating this crow i'm tasting right now is pretty salty but omg you, put that crow away don't eat a I'm crow throwing such shade on this crow um but it, like you said it is I think the perfect, a, a perfect movie. Um, it just got to me, man. Like this movie did it for me. It's just about as perfect as movies can be. I would say, um, other I... than me, other than me watching in the theater, I usually will like check my phone and, you know, scroll my emails or whatever. Like while I'm watching the movie, I don't think I did that during this.
0: Yeah, and this movie also does not waste a second. Like it's 89 minutes, no, which is the length lame. that all movies should be. It's um, perfect. I think I still have The Incredibles above it in my ranking, but I think it's my number 2 out of movies that we've watched for the show.
1: Yeah, I mean there is there are moments for me in The Incredibles where it was like, okay, I wish that was a little bit shorter. But there was nothing in this movie that is not iconic. Yeah, it, it, there is no no meat on this buffalo wasted. No meat um, on this buffalo wasted. To as quote, Eliz- to quote Elizabeth Warren, the- there Elizabeth is no meat Warren. on this buffalo <laughs> wasted.
0: Uh, yeah, that is how the saying goes. Okay. Yeah. Um, can you give me a ten thousand foot view of this movie?
1: Absolutely. Um, so I'm gonna do it real quick. It's Hamlet.
0: There you go. <laughs> it's mostly Hamlet. It's mostly. Hamlet. It's a little bit less tragic though.
1: Yeah, it's a little
0: happier than Hamlet. Did uh, you Ham, it, diet, diet Hamlet? Diet Hamlet's a good way to put it. We didn't even get to go up the, in the sky for it.
1: Yeah, how we getting up there? A bird? Uh, Zazu, I guess.
0: He's I guess we'll so weak Z- though.
1: Zazu. 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 Zazu.
0: Nance uh, in we end the sky. It's uh,
1: yeah. Nance Nance something.
0: It's I'm Nance Ingoniama in Bagiti Baba Sithium Ingoniama.
1: Wow. nice. I didn't know joke. you were Pentecostal. <laughs> uh do you want to do Crazy. a real ten thousand foot view now? Yeah, absolutely. So thanks Zazu for getting us up here. So uh the ten thousand foot view of this movie is that we are in Africa, the Africa. great. St- the great country and continent of Africa. <laughs> uh, someplace in there. Um, I would assume the Sahara. I don't know. I don't know Africa that well. But uh, there's there's animals. There There's a kingdom. There's a king and a queen and a baby. And the king's name is Mufasa, and he's got an evil brother named Scar, and he just had a baby. Scar wants to be king, but uh, he knows that he is Prince Harry in this analogy and is now getting bumped down the line of succession because the main uh, the main one, the current king, had a, had a son. So Scar gets bumped down, and uh, he's not too happy about it. So Scar ends up taking his revenge, killing Mufasa, uh, and then ban- basically tricks Simba into thinking it was his fault, and Simba runs away. He's in hiding for years, I would assume. Uh, Scar usurps the throne, becomes king, and uh, turns the Pride Lands into, into desert, desert dust. And they're very bad. And the hyenas take over. Um, and, and then uh, Scar is defeated by Simba because Simba returns. And there's a storm. Um, and there's a storm. And there's lightning and fire. And then Simba throws Scar over a ledge. And he gets eaten by hyenas. And uh, that's it. And then Simba becomes king. And then there's music that plays at the end that makes Clint cry.
0: Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You forgot the part where
1: Sima wants to be king. There's a whole song about it. That's right, and he can't wait for it. Um, if they were to remake a live-action movie, uh-huh. can you uh, can you imagine what that scene would look like?
0: <laughs> I truly can't, and I that is, you know, now I am kind of hoping that they do do a Lion King remake, because that I... That they what? That they hold on, excuse me, that they um, do do a Lanking remake nice. so that I can see what that scene looks like because I, I really...
1: You want to see some... Imagine. <laughs> some animals standing on each other's backs? <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be crazy bonkers, wouldn't it? Something tells me if
0: they ever did it, it would actually just be them walking through the jungle. <laughs>
1: yeah, and they're just like <laughs> a parade... <laughs>
0: Just a parade for no one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good song, and so is all of the songs in the movie that don't have words to them, which is called A Score, and it's yes. from Hans Zimmer. And... Did you
1: just hear the the little babble ball talk? <laughs> I didn't mean to, sorry. No, I want to hear all it right. again. Hold on. This is a babble ball that is a nacho's toy, and if you shake it, it talks. Oh, look Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, there it is. Oh, before uh, I was it said, up. oh look at now, big doggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before I was
0: interrupted by the bubble ball, um, I was talking about how there's a thing called a score, and Hans Zimmer did it for this one, and uh, he got an Oscar for it, and his he only Oscar. It. it is his only Oscar, and I would say it is one of his best scores. I don't know if it's his best because. Uh, you heard the Pirates of the Caribbean scores? Whew, those are good.
1: Yes, but he directly ripped it off of his score for the Gladiator. So this Wait, is really? his most. Yes, absolutely. There's the 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 chord progression of in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like da, da, dun, dun, da, da, dun, dun. that one is mm-hmm. directly ripped off from an earlier version that he had in um, Gladiator.
0: Well, I'm looking that up after this episode because. I've seen the Gladiator and I don't remember
1: that but I guess everyone. Okay. But um I mean I think it is his best. It's the most it, is, it it's so powerful. It's, it's such
0: a good the, so the good. 서로- Is this what people yeah, want wow. to hear on it's our podcast? It's taking me back.
1: It's taking me back, man. Uh um, our so boy deep. Elton John ALS go, also won his first Oscar for this. I heard I they made a little. They made a live-action
0: remake them. of Elton John recently, too. Yeah,
1: I, I get, yeah he's an anime, right?
0: Yeah, he was in anime, but they did a live-action remake of him with yeah. Taron Egerton. Edgerton. I, I know how it's pronounced. I just wanted oh, to okay. say it that way.
1: He's so eager to play Elton John. Uh-huh. E- uh Yeah, they did, but he also won for the wrong song um, out of all of them. Wait. Did, didn't he win for uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? I was going to say, he win? I, for, can't, I, can't, I can't, can't feel
0: the love, feel the love tonight.
1: <laughs> That's that week. The weekend song.
0: I can't feel the love tonight. I can't feel the love when I'm with you. Uh,
1: and I love it. Yes, he won for I, You Can Feel the Love Tonight. Can you feel the love? <laughs> Darn it. You can feel the love tonight. Yeah, that's a different version. It's far more forceful. I promise
0: you can feel it.
1: That's that's the one where Simba has yet to meet Nala again. <laughs> <laughs> He's just thinking of her. You can feel the love tonight. Nah, I don't think you should have won for that song. Which one should he have won for?
0: Circle of Life. Oh, I mean, that's also a good song. I don't know. Yes. Can You Feel the Love Tonight is a great song, too. I'm not mad. I mean, it's a good song, but there is a
1: better song, and it's The Circle of Life.
0: I was thinking the better song is Happy by Pharrell Williams. (laughs) Yeah. Remember when that
1: was nominated for an Oscar? Wait, was it?
0: Oh, for Despicable Me?
1: (laughs) No. Yes. Despicable Me, I think. Or Despicable Me 2. I can't remember.
0: Yeah, one of those. That's crazy. (laughs) That's pretty much the Can You Feel the Love Tonight of this generation.
1: Yeah, so let's let's talk about this stacked cast list. James,
0: Earl, James. Jones, Jonathan, Taylor, Thomas, Cheech, Cheech Marin, Marin, Nathan, Wolfie. Lane, Boomba.
1: <laughs> he has been in like nothing else, which is hilarious. He yeah. uh, doesn't even have a picture of himself on IMDb. <laughs> That's so sad. I know. I... I have an IMDb, and I have a picture of myself. I created it. It's not really. Wait, re- really? I did at one point. I don't know if it's still up. What I used it, to submit. I used to submit um, fake trivia on IMDb pages. That's really precious. Yeah. Um, uh, did you see my one about Danny Phantom? No. What was uh, it? That Danny Phantom is the patron saint of the Church of Satan.
0: <laughs> uh, is that true?
1: Yeah, he, yeah, that's true.
0: Man, you are so wacky, and I love your trolling, the way you Maybe. troll people online.
1: Why don't you call me? Who's a
0: good troll? Nathan Fielder? Nathan Fillion. We yeah. were talking about this stacked cast.
1: Yes, um, correct. Jeremy Big Irons, dude. he's good. Jeremy Irons. He's a bad lion. He's a very bad lion with apparently hip dysplasia. Have you seen him walk? Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> has hip dysplasia. It's not normal. No, he's got a nice like sway. There, um,
0: was, a,
1: uh, there was a there was there was a uh a, a moment that was cut out where he had a second song. Did you know that? No, what when is his second song? It was Be Prepared Reprise, but which you I guess you count as a second song, but it's him singing to Nala uh, about them oh, yeah, that's in the mating. musical, right. I think so, yeah. I think it was brought back in the musical, but it was originally in the movie where Zazu is like, you're nothing. You don't even have a queen. And he's like, but do I? I'm going to marry Nala. And he puts her in an hourglass like Jafar. Mm -hmm. Let me show you what I have in front of me right now.
0: Clint is holding an hourglass up
1: to the camera. Yeah, it's a 30-minute hourglass, so... So it's That's a much longer this long hour episode. It's a half hourglass, correct.
0: Um so uh I want to talk about Scar because I feel like he has some good ideas
1: and <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes, you said something kind of controversial to me. Um Yeah, I want to hear here. your thoughts on this, but
0: no. So, well, okay. Um, so the hyenas are sort of an oppressed people group, right? I mean that people have said this before. This is not my idea. It seems like at the end of the movie, you would think Simba would go like, you know, scar was a bad dude, but I do feel bad for the hyenas and maybe we should be nicer to them. (laughs) And maybe we can get that from them eating scar. Like at least they got one good meal out of it. But (laughs) other than that, you don't really get much of that.
1: Yeah. um, That was something that like in the, the disney movies of the, the 90s and i guess early 2000s where like the people that were i guess the the byproduct of being surrounded by evil were also kind of defeated and it was just like and we're through with them there was no like redemption for those people Yeah, you know um like entangled in, in in the movie tangled which i realize that's not a disney movie is it is that a disney yes, movie this is disney it's just not pixar okay this is um, less
0: egregious than you calling Frozen a Pixar movie. I'm correct. Le- I'm less mad than I was about that.
1: <laughs> so like the uh the the band of ruffians in that, they, you know, on the surface were the ones doing the harm, but uh by the end of it they were redeemed, I suppose. That didn't happen with the lo- with the uh the hyenas in this.
0: Yeah, it's kind of ambiguous how they end. And I have some extra insight into this because I did indeed watch The Lion King 2 a couple of days ago. Oh, I thought you
1: were going to no, say The Lion not King.
0: The Lion Guard. I have not watched any of that and I don't intend I have. to. Wait, really?
1: I have. I have nieces that are of age to watch The Lion Guard.
0: Hmm, interesting. I want to hear about that in a second. But first I want to tell uh, yeah. you- It's got some lore to it. Hmm. Uh, the, the hyenas are not in The Lion King 2 at all. So,
1: oh really?
0: I don't really have much more to say other than it's about like, Scar's like Scar has like another heir, which um, it's clear that when they're uh, making the movie, like all along the way, he was meant to be Scar's son, but then at some point Uh they were like, wait a second, he ends up with the girl lion at the end, and that would be bad because they're cousins. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so then they there's like a couple of (laughs) lines where, uh, they just. Quickly added them. You can tell where it's like, you're not even Scar's real son. You're adopted. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: uh, uh, yeah, that way that uh, Simba or whatever. What Simba's son's name or daughter? Uh, Toby. Uh, K- 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 Ki Kiara. Kiki. <laughs> Kiki. Uh, so that that way they're like, wait, we're not even related. We can do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, at the at the end of it, right?
0: Uh, no. Well, they don't have that realization because um. it was. But they. Um,
1: they realized that tension was there all along, but that the tension it was, was there bad. all along, yeah.
0: But basically, it's about the like the people who were loyal to Scar and they have like gone off and like been on their own and they want to overthrow Simba with mm-hmm. the heir of Scar. Um, but there's no hyenas, so it's like what happened to them? Who knows?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to briefly talk about the Lion Guard. Yeah, let's hear about that. So I'm I'm gonna jump right in and say Scar gets resurrected from the from the grave. What? <laughs> <laughs> Talk more. Yes, there is witchcraft. Um. Uh, so the uh the way that the Lion Guard is presented is that the the folklore behind it is that the second in line to the throne gets the magical roar. Um. <laughs> which is uh, they are the leader of the Lion Guard. I hate that um, so is, much. Yeah, yeah, which is the the baby lion at that time. So it's but Kiara's when,
0: younger brother?
1: Correct. Okay. Um, but whenever Mufasa became king, Scar got the magical roar, which summons mm. all the ancestors of the past. Um, but then he misused it, and so it was taken away from him and, like I guess, put on hold for somebody else later on. Um, And that's why he's so weak is because when it was taken away from him, uh, he no longer had that strength anymore. Um, But how does, you're asking yourself, how does he get resurrected? Great question. Uh, Rafiki has a daughter too. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Old man, old man Rafiki. And she, you know how he has like that magic stick?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, She gets her own magic stick. And then the hyenas are like, we need to resurrect Scar from lava. How are we going to do this? Um, And then they're like, oh, the only way to do it is a snake tells them this or something. (laughs) Uh, They're like, the only way you can do it is if you throw that magic stick into the lava and you get the current Lion Guard to roar out of anger at the same time. Mm. And they're like, okay, cool. So they do it. And then Scar is like this lava demon, (laughs) floating head. What? Yeah, it's pretty bonkers, dude. Well, I thought he was gonna be resurrected
0: like like a zombie, so that's a little bit less weird than I was thinking. But also, he's in the bellies of several hyenas, so I don't know how that would work. Yeah,
1: Yeah, me either. Uh,
0: But the hyenas bring him back, so that's interesting. That is interesting. Um, Do you find it Matthew Broderick? I was just about to talk about him. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say I think it's very interesting that he does not do his own singing in this movie or in The Lion King too.
1: Well, thank goodness because we've seen Matthew Broderick in his remake of The Music Man. Yes, well, but he's not a terrible singer, right? He's a Tony Award winning actor. Yeah, but it would not it his style of singing would not match this.
0: Yeah, he sounds too much like a dad. Yeah. Which is why I thought maybe in The Lion King two they will just have him do his own singing, and they don't. He does sound more like a dad in The Lion King two. His singing voice is a little bit less sexy and a little bit more like middle aged man. His
1: singing voice is so sexy. (laughs) It's so sexy.
0: It does not match his speaking voice.
1: (laughs) Nala, what are you doing here? (laughs) Freaking Barry White comes in and just god tears it up. Yeah.
0: Singing, it's not I, really very White. I that. like singing Simba much more than talking Simba. He is so smooth. He's very smooth. He's smooth like butter. Are we going to address um how Your we... first crush? crush? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was everyone's first crush, right?
1: Yeah, she's got to be up there. When, okay, I have said so many bad things about the furries in america but i get it guys <laughs> like, i
0: mean this is, this is not exactly like unexplored comedic territory i just felt like it was worth saying that like nala's a pretty lion <laughs> yeah like what how
1: how is how are they gonna do that in a live action version if they ever do that
0: uh they gotta get somebody really good to play nala i would say mm, yeah like um like Lindsay
1: Lohan. Lindsay Lohan or something like that, yeah. Uh, Cher. Some, Cher would know. be good. Yeah, Cher would okay. be good.
0: Can we do, if they ever made a live-action remake of The Lion King, can we just talk about our dream cast right now? Yeah, sure. I think we're both thinking the same actor for Simba, so let's yeah. say it at the same time on the count of three. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. John Goodman. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is better. I'll admit it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Macaulay Culkin's and talks to play the Joker in a spinoff. Wait, what? I'm fun fact for you. Oh, yeah.
0: that's too much information re- for me right now. I'll put that in the back of my brain and look it up later. Okay.
1: Uh, who would play Scar? Um,
0: and, you say it because I'm thinking it, and when we're thinking of the same thing, but we're thinking like the same person. Mm-hmm. You, but you want me to say it?
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, count me down.
0: Three, two, one. David Cross. David Cross is what I was yes, thinking as well. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Robbie, his ready. mother. Okay, ready. Okay, three, one. Th- w- wait, what? Yeah, okay, we're counting down. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Maggie Smith. John,
1: good. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. So are you thinking they just kind of raise his voice a little bit? Raises, for... they raise
1: the pitch a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: That that makes sense. Uh, Nala. Oh, we already said Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, we um, said Lindsay. And then Timon Zazu. and Pumbaa. Oh, and Zazu. Okay, Zazu. Who are you thinking for Zazu?
1: Who am I thinking for Zazu?
0: Yeah, we don't have to okay. do a countdown every time.
1: Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. <laughs> yeah. It's actually not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Who would you cast for Timon? Aquafina, yeah. Okay, very good. She's
0: already in Everyone. the studio for A *Little Mermaid*.
1: Just get yeah, her to yeah, record the tomato lines. Her. Everyone likes her voice the most about her. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what do people find appealing about Aquafina? Oh, her voice. She does sound kind of like a seagull. Yeah, and a brary like, dog uh, thing. A, what is a, he? An, an old. He's a mirror cat. <laughs> think, hold on, let me look up. Mirror cat. Yeah, yeah, just prairie dog thing. That's what it says yeah. in my zoo books article that I just found. Meerkat
0: is French for prairie dog thing. Prairie
1: dog thing. Yes. And then Pumba? And prairie dog. To a Pumba? Yeah. I think we're all thinking it. Yeah. Three. Three, three
0: two, two, one. Shrek. <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> um, John Goodman's is probably better.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, he's already there in the studio. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. He's like the Seth
0: MacFarlane of the Lion King.
1: That way you have to get him, you just pay him a third, basically, for his effort. Three Mm -hmm. for the price of one, John Goodman. And you pay, you know how much John Goodman requires for every role that he's in? How much? Seven. Seven roles? Yep. Seven roles. Hmm. Correct. So back to the real Lion King. (laughs) Yeah, the one that they made. Um, the real one, the the movie that exists. So, what we both kind of mentioned earlier, <clears throat> or I did at least, uh, that this movie made Clint cry. Uh-huh. Um, did it make Elisha cry? It did not make me cry. Um,
0: it did make me feel a lot of emotions throughout. So this movie is about Simba. He. Is a lion that his dad falls off a cliff and dies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, it, it, he, that I, it, he <laughs> is a lion. <laughs> this movie affected me more emotionally than I have, than it has previously. I think it was the first time I've watched this in like 10 years because, mm. um, my dad passed away about five, uh, six years ago. And so I was like, I mean, I knew it, I knew it was coming. But I think it just like not even necessarily the death part, but just the idea of Simba like trying to live up to what his like father wanted him to be. And like he <laughs> thinks that he has he, like he thinks he's responsible for killing his dad. Um, just it was more of the second half of the movie. Him trying to live up to his dad m- had a new meaning for me that it, that it hadn't had in the past. So um, it did not actually make me cry the way Toy Story 4 did. When Gabby Gabby oh, yeah. was reunited with her
1: family. Um, but it, yeah, how it does held that a. Sentence sound? What? That Toy Story 4, when Gabby Gabby was reunited with her, uh, made you cry, but The Lion King did not. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, it's the facts, it's the truth. Yeah, very true. When a movie makes me cry, it's not usually because of some deep held emotion. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's usually just the combination of the score and one very specific moment just like creates this visceral reaction in me that makes me cry. Yeah. But like if it's something deeper than that, I normally don't cry. I just think like dang man. I just sit there you're, and You're
1: you're reflected.
0: I go dang man is what I do.
1: You go Oh, I thought you said I go dank man. <laughs> I'm dank man. Dank man. <laughs> No,
0: I just sit there and yeah. go, "Dag
1: man," you know. Obviously, I wasn't trying to uh, fish for that moment, but uh, thank you for sharing. Um, <laughs> you I'm not sound, good at this. You
0: sound like a small group leader.
1: <laughs> Thanks for sharing, man. Thanks for sharing. What are we all struggling with now? Um, but my, I, I, I cried twice in it, and um, You're your little I, I am. I don't. I cannot tell you. The last time that I cried from sadness, um, things that are sad don't make me cry. I cry for happy things. Okay. Yeah. Um, I believe my emotions are broke. Uh, so the uh the moments that made me cry, one of them was like weird. I don't know why it made me cry, but when Rafiki realized that Simba was alive and he got the paint out and like painted the mane on him. Oh, that's such a good. I don't moment. know why. I don't know why that made me cry. No, I understand uh, that. Was, that di- yeah. that
0: hits me deeply in the feels for some reason. It's just such yeah. a hopeful moment. I love it.
1: It's so joyous. Mm-hmm. Uh you know but, yeah, and and the moment where Simba um ascends on Pride Rock, just the I'm like you, the music does a lot for me mm-hmm. and the like glorious score that they have in the background. Um, which maybe we'll play a little bit of it later on. Who knows? But maybe, who it's knows. in it. It yeah. Uh, it's just it's beautiful and just something about it affected me in a weird way. And I think honestly it was purely based off of the music, um, along with kind of the uh, the imagery of the Dark Knight Rising.
0: Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight rises. Um, Correct. So okay, speaking of other moments that just work really really well. The slow mo shot mm-hmm. of Simba running through the desert um, is so incredible. I love that moment yes. so much. Uh,
1: Typically, slow mo isn't good, but it worked in it this anime. Is. It did
0: work in this anime. Um, and have you seen the Lion King one and a half?
1: Yeah, I have. <laughs> it's the second best Lion King. <laughs> it is the second best Lion
0: King. Um, have you? Uh, do you remember the scene? <laughs> where they parody that moment but it's Pumbaa's legs instead of Simba's yeah. <laughs> it's so funny so speaking of oh go ahead It was just the same music playing like it's just as intense but it's just a pig's legs that you see going in slow go little stumpy screen. legs
1: yeah anyway keep going uh, Timon and Pumbaa when funny. you were a, a yeah they're great Uh, when you were a child um them eating the bugs what did you think about
0: yummy licious give me some of those bugs yeah they look i want some good of those fruity.
1: yummy very good bugs I they look some like very juicy ba- gummy bears
0: but yeah bugs. i know
1: they love, they look like gushers and like crunchy gushers
0: um gushers with a shit i
1: i thought that like when i was Cadbury a kid
0: egg. and i thought it again when i watched it the other yeah.
1: day yeah they look yeah, yummy I want, they want sl- they are slimy but satisfying. It's Timon and Pumbaa, when they
0: do the thing where uh, Timon goes, "What do you want me to do? Dress and drag and do the hula," um, and then they do their little song. Wow! Yeah, well, that's pretty good. Um, that used to be my ringtone. <laughs> This <laughs> middle school, I wanted to have something from the Lion King, and for some wait, reason, wait, the that's luau Riley.
1: part or the what do you want me to do? Literally,
0: it's it's him saying the quote, and then the song starts. It was the whole thing.
1: Did you hold your Did you hold your phone up to a screen and record that? No, I or was bought it. it, it <laughs> like a preset. <laughs> it was oh, like $2.99 it. on iTunes or something. Dang man, that's pretty cool. You want to know what my tone was? Uh, let me it guess. Was, yeah.
0: It was Bufasa saying, you deliberately disobeyed me.
1: Yeah, that was when my dad called. Um, no, my ringtone was Blue by Eiffel 65. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what made, year was this? Need, uh, this was in the eight In the 80s? Yes. That was my pump-up song for when I played club tennis. <laughs> it's a pretty good song. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. But, yes, I remember specifically there was a cereal that my family bought for, I want to say, 12 years. Um, it was a Lion King-themed cereal called Muck and Bugs. Um, okay. I think mud, mud and Bugs? Is it Mud and Bugs cereal? My <laughs> Lion King, Mud, and no, it's Mud and Bugs. Mud and Bugs, okay. Mud and Bugs by it was, um It was essentially... Um, what what are they called? Um, what, the the little leprechaun cereal, what's that called? Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. It was Lucky Charms, but with chocolate. Oh, that um, sounds pretty good. It was. It was very good, except not as good because the marshmallows were a little different. But um, marshmallows were bugs, and it was a Lion King cereal. Hmm. And we used to have mud and bugs. So so much. That sounds delicious. Yes, um, muck and bug sounds better, doesn't it?
0: It sounds more interesting, I would say, for sure. Yeah, um, more good. Or... Clint, I have some wonderful news. Don't tell me. Just as the king returned to Pride Rock, he was running from his destiny. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on. We, uh-huh. You're going to have to redo this.
0: What? Just as the king returned to Pride Rock after running away from his destiny, the king has returned to our podcast.
1: It is time. Yes. It is time.
0: For sinful moments. The yeah. moments, they are sinful. Um, it's been a while since we have done this segment because the last several movies we've covered just haven't had a lot of good content on the Parents' Guide section of IMDb. But as a refresher, this is when we go through the Parents' Guide section and we talk about the things that are funny and I would make Clint guess um, what he thinks are in each section. So... Um, The sections are sex and nudity, uh, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs, and smoking, and frightening and intense scenes. So let's go ahead and start with our favorite, which is also the first one. Yes, Um, sex
1: and nudity. Nice.
0: Go ahead and guess what you think is in this.
1: Okay, so there's a pretty sultry scene uh, Mm -hmm. where Simba and Nala, by all intents and purposes, are a la mode which means, mode? With, D- that which means... means with ice cream
0: <laughs> That's what I thought it meant.
1: Yes as uh, the French say with ice cream. Ah uh, there's a scene where Simba and Nala basically make love. It says Nala gives Simba-, Simba some suggestive looks.
0: It says here Nala and Simba tend to roll and pin each other. As youngsters, <laughs> yeah. this is shown in an innocent light. As they get older, it gains sexual connotations, which I uh, think the person who wrote this is some kind of pervert because I didn't see any sexual
1: connotations. Yeah, that's how it all begins, man. You're not married like me, so you've never heard of sex. But um, do you
0: roll that, down a grassy that, hill with your wife and then she every licks time your face?
1: We we ruin all of
0: our clothes.
1: Uh, with like the grass Anakin stains. and
0: Padme, and yeah. attack the clothes.
1: Yeah, it's it's a mess. Um I hate sand. But yeah, I hate sand. I hate I hate grass. It gets everywhere. Uh yeah, I would say that's primarily what people think of when they think of The Sex in uh The Lion King. Yes. Um there're also more mentions drag.
0: Okay, yeah. One? Uh that's not in here. He does say, "What do you want me to do? Dress and drag and do the hula?" No. That's not in here. Wow. um there keep in mind this section is called sex and nudity and i'm going to read the first bullet point under the section called sex and nudity a song
1: uh,
0: with farting in it
1: yeah okay
0: that's sexual
1: content <laughs> okay but where do farts come from but butts <laughs> that's true so, um and what is the most integral part of
0: sex and nudity uh And then it does also say Nala makes bedroom eyes at Simba, implying she wants to make Bedroom eyes. Which is, like, presumptuous (laughs) to assume what Nala wants.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Disney. Jeez Louise. And she licks him. There is a moment where Simba and Nala, like, look at each other, and then their faces kind of draw in. And in a human movie, that's where the characters would kiss. But instead, they just kind of nuzzle each other, and there mm-hmm. was a moment where I was like, "How are they gonna show these lions kiss?" Yeah. What if they did? Ah oh, man, that'd be. They got to do it in the live action if they make it. If they ever make
0: a live action remake of the Lion King, I cannot wait to see the lions kiss.
1: Yeah, please show me John Goodman kiss <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Um. Was,
0: That sounded more like, um, <laughs> so what else? You've done um, that impression on this show before for a different actor, I feel like.
1: Yeah, probably so. Another large man.
0: I don't really want to go through the whole violence and gore section because there's a lot of stuff in
1: here. A lot of violence.
0: It's pretty obvious what's in here.
1: Um, yeah, the, the lost scar gets thrown into a fire and the, the hyenas eat him. The hyenas do eat him. Um,
0: and then, but, I, okay, so profanity, it says none. This is a G-rated <laughs> picture, and, and it's kind of <laughs> it's, sassy. Like, how dare you even think there would be profanity? It's like none, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, we no, know you came here for the nudity.
0: There's no alcohol, drugs, or smoking, but yes. I would like to talk about the frightening and intense scenes. Okay. Can
1: I guess? Yes, you can guess. Uh, everything with Scar.
0: Um, actually, there's, it does not mention Scar. That's not true. It does not mention Scar at all.
1: Frightening and intense Not by name, at least. Is the stampede in there?
0: Yes, it says Simba is thrown off the edge of a cliff, but grabs onto the edge and is dangling. Oh, no, that's at the end. This is the, when he's dangling over the fire. Okay, so it does say Mufasa's death may be intense for some viewers. It's known as one of the saddest and emotional deaths in Disney canon. Now, this next sentence is what I want to talk about. It says, the film is notable for being the first Disney animated film to actually show a dead body on screen, and I would like to talk to you about a movie called Snow White, which shows a dead lady, and she gets kissed, and she becomes Mm -hmm. not dead anymore.
1: Okay, but is she dead, or is she alive and asleep?
0: I think she's dead. I'm pretty sure that's, like, what the. I'm pretty sure that's implied, happening. yes. Yeah. She's dead, uh, and true love revived her.
1: The, the Lion King is the first movie to, uh, the first Disney movie, sorry, to fart. It might be. It, it actually, ble- yeah, it definitely is, isn't it, it? It 100% is. The first movie to have a fart in it is Blazing Saddles. Uh, really? No. Yes, which is surprising, isn't it? I thought it was Shrek. yeah. All right. Um, But no, Blazing Saddles. (laughs) That was the correct reaction to that. (laughs) Yeah. All right. (laughs) Uh, No, Blazing Saddles was the first movie, and this was the first animated movie. Wait, Blazing Saddles was the first movie? Um, You could say that it was a trailblazer. So there's
0: one more thing in Frightening and Intense Scenes. Uh, It says, Some scenes with the hyenas may frighten younger viewers, comma, especially those who have fear of hyenas <laughs> <laughs> really looking out for those kids who have hyenophobia it doesn't say a fear of hyenas it says who have fear of hyenas
1: <laughs> i got way too big of a kick out of that yeah oh that's funny uh, uh, but hey that- billy we're going to go see this movie does it have hyenas in it? <laughs> y- y- yes, nope, can't see it. I will not see it. Mo- mother, I'm from Idaho, and you know how much I fear hyenas.
0: Uh, that's uh, sinful moments.
1: I'm so happy of its revival.
0: Yeah, we'll um, we'll bring it back whenever it makes sense. I knew there would be a movie eventually that had a good sinful moments segment yeah. in there,
1: so... So we uh we usually do one called um, hot takes, but this movie is universally praised. It's so too good. It's too good. Um, there was there was a time I can't remember where um, I don't know this was maybe like a few years ago, um, where The Lion King like saw a weird resurgence of people, uh, you know, really talking about how amazing it was, mm-hmm. and for me, um. And this is a flaw of mine. Anytime somebody talks about how something amazing is, I automatically resent it. Um, yeah. I, I, again, you and I have talked about this, and you you usually try to keep me pretty grounded of being like, I think it'll be okay. And yeah. you usually end up being right. I have that um,
0: tendency to do that as well, though. I think it's a, a human nature thing. Like We all yeah. want to be unique. And if everybody sure. loves something, it's like you have to fight that urge to be like, meh, I'm actually too good for it.
1: Yeah. But um I remember I fell into that category where I was like, it's the Lion King, guys. Like, stop. It's overrated. He's a king um, and he's a lion. It's like The Office. Mm. Um, but then I-, I went into it thinking of me watching uh watching this again, thinking kind of that mindset of like it'll be overrated, it'll be good, it's classic Renaissance era Disney. Uh, but I'm not gonna love it. But boy oh boy, This is such a good movie. It is literally the perfect movie. It is the perfect
0: well, it's a perfect movie.
1: I I would say it it's near perfection, honestly. There is not much that I can think of that uh I would either take out or
0: add. Yep. The songs, the score, the animation, the acting, it's all the script
1: is really good.
0: Like it's very tight, good dialogue. yeah, um, it's a good movie, I would say, in my
1: opinion. They didn't—they didn't overuse a lot of characters, which was nice. That I is true. I think would have been—they did. I feel like that would have been the tendency to like overuse the hyenas or mm-hmm. Pumbaa and Timon, but they—they uh, they didn't. So,
0: and and you know how we've talked about that tendency that movies have to make a sequel that's only about the funny characters. We always yeah. say that you should never do that. Um, like in Cars Two or Finding Dory, but Lion King One and a Half is the exception to the rule.
1: <laughs> well, they, they the way of making Lion King One and a Half was that it wasn't necessarily a sequel. It was kind of like a behind the scenes, right? Uh, it it was good. They was literally
0: commercial. are watching the movie like Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand style. Correct. Which is that's very
1: probably fun. like almost exactly what they took their inspiration from
0: no it definitely is because they they do the silhouette thing where you can see their heads in front of the screen like it's, right, a, it's exactly. a direct reference but it's very I funny
1: went, I went to a very similar Mystery Science Theater 3000 thing like in person one time um, wow you're really interesting yeah I went and saw Sharknado 2 uh, in theaters and uh, they had like three comedians uh, sitting up front that could pause the movie and like give comments
0: who were the comedians were they
1: like Local, not funny Chattanooga yeah, they were, comedians? <laughs> no, they were local. They, were not, they weren't local. They like were traveling around the southeast. They were local to the southeast, but they were legitimately really funny. Oh, okay. It was Jim Gaffigan. Oh, and, it
0: was a little guy named um, Eddie Murphy.
1: Uh, this shark's okay, but it's not a hot pocket. It's my Jim Gaffigan impression.
0: Yeah, I picked that up. So... Yeah um that's it for the lion king we are never going to talk about a lion king
1: movie again unless they do a live action remake yeah correct um, uh and if they do that will probably be our next episode because that'd be pretty much that'd be pretty my man just... hold on huh clint yeah what's up
0: um i kid you not this no. episode comes out wednesday there's a Lion King yeah. remake that comes out tomorrow.
1: Speak things into existence and they shall be your God. My word. Are you serious? There's I'm not a Lion even King... kidding you. Hold on one second. Do you know what the Babble Ball has to say about that? Yeah, hot diggity <laughs> dog. <laughs> uh,
0: I guess we got to talk about it. They're doing a remake. Um, yeah. I'm looking at the cast list here and... I've got some bad news. Okay, I Hold am on. not. Who is John Goodman? So, okay, do you want me to start with the good news or the bad news? Uh,
1: give me the bad.
0: The bad news is, John Goodman is playing less than four roles from what I've seen, and it is looking oh, closer to the zero end of that. God. I don't think John Goodman's in this. <sighs> Lindsay Lohan. His rage. Lindsay Lohan's also not in it. Shrek is nowhere to be found.
1: What? Who? Okay, who's gonna be playing Simba? Somebody like Donald Glover, that guy from Community. It's actually Donald Glover. You nailed it. No, no. And who's gonna be playing Scar? Somebody like Academy Award nominated actor Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, that's actually correct. That's okay.
0: No. (laughs) Okay, but. Do you so remember bad. earlier in the episode when I said if they so that they should put Beyonce in a Lion King movie? She'd never do it. She'd never do it, but apparently she yeah. did because she's in it. Oh, no.
1: I'm not she even getting you. Okay. So maybe it has some hope.
0: Uh, Yeah, Beyonce's in it, so maybe it'll be good. So we'll find out. Um,
1: just, they- just tell me they got Seth Rogen in some capacity.
0: Seth Rogen is actually the pig boy, it looks like.
1: Oh, okay. He's the Pumbaa. He's the
0: Pumbaa.
1: Um, it's Swahili for pig boy.
0: <laughs> so they took an anime shun movie, and they're putting skin on it, I guess.
1: I, I don't think that's how they're doing this one. I think they're uh, putting
0: skin on him
1: Hey, I'm going to make an early prediction about this Lion King. Uh-huh. It's going to suck. Really? You think so? It's good. It's going to be the second highest grossing movie of 2019, but it's going to suck. I
0: am thinking that is probably true. Um, I think there will be aspects of it that I enjoy, but I do not think it will be appealing to my eyeballs.
1: Do you think it will be better than the Aladdin?
0: That's a good question, and I think... I think I will like it better than Aladdin. Yes, I think okay. I'll like it a little bit better because I think there's cer- there's certain like magic with the Lion King that
1: that is just going to work for me no matter what you know. I think this is I, a great cast. I'm gonna have a hard time buying into it because what Aladdin did, what every other live action Disney remake has done, is have some sort of real person there to kind of ground it in reality and yeah. that has that that is not the case with this.
0: Um my thing and people have talked about like I you see a whole range of opinions about like how it looks visually. Some people are like, it's gorgeous. And some people are like, it looks terrible. I I can understand both ends of that because I told you this the other day. I think mm-hmm. any individual still from the promotional material looks Incredible. So good. So it looks good. great. But when I see those animals in motion, especially their faces when they are trying to emote or say words. Yeah. It just looks bad to me and I hate it and I want to not look at it
1: anymore. Yeah. Here's the thing. Lion's faces are, are not made for talk.
0: They're not made for talk. They're not made for show emotion. They're not made
1: for saying... How are we going to make a toucan sing?
0: How are you going to make a toucan sing? I mean, they should have just make them all look like Shrek.
1: Yeah, that's what they should have done. I've said it so, before.
0: John Favreau should have used his time to make a live action Shrek remake.
1: John Goodman as Shrek.
0: <laughs> just paint him green like Gamora and Guardians. Yeah. But like. Uh, even...
1: That's my Jeff Bridges impression. That's, that's what it what is. I'm...
0: I was like, I know I've heard that voice before.
1: I'm mm. uh, <laughs>
0: It really doesn't sound like John Goodman at all.
1: But that could be the giver.
0: <laughs> uh now do John Goodman.
1: Uh Roseanne.
0: I don't think his voice is that mm-hmm. deep.
1: Um uh, what what movie is John Goodman in? Uh Mo- Monster Z. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's him saying
0: Mike, his name. Mike was asking. That, is that good? I think this might be your worst impression you've done the, on the show, and I is feel I? like I could say that because you are good at impressions. But I I think your impressions have a limit, and I don't think yeah, this is the they one for you. Sure
1: have a limit, and I think John Goodman is my threshold. <laughs> your Jeff Bridges is really good though, but is it? You yeah. just told me it doesn't sound like Jeff Bridges. No, I
0: said it doesn't sound like John Goodman. Okay, fine. Um. So, yeah, I think... I think. Oh, yeah, we haven't even done our we three to run questions. We have the gauntlet, yeah. I was about we to say, talked we about the next episode bit. before... We got okay, to
1: thinking about Jeff Bridges. We
0: got so. to about Jeff Bridges. We got to answer the questions. They're all yes, though, right?
1: Uh through our gauntlet? Uh,
0: our Why three questions this are... This movie has true grit. Will you read all of our three questions for us, Jeff Bridges?
1: Uh, yep. <clears throat> is this movie good for kids sure Jeff is this movie good for kids yes yes, yes this movie is. is good for kids um, Jeff what is the second question Is this movie <laughs> hold on <laughs> <laughs> that is taxing on my voice I believe you this is a movie. <laughs> this is a movie good for adults. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Hold on a minute. Oh, uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> does this movie stand the purely nostalgic test of time?
0: Yes, it does. All right. Yes,
1: absolutely. It uh, does. It's a resounding yay. And for me, it gets the, uh, the, the shiniest, bestest jersey to be thrown up into our raptors. Have fun with this one, raptors. Mm. You clever girls. Every time. We're throwing it to
0: our raptors like Scar to the hyenas. The hyenas. <laughs> the hyenas. Um, raptors
1: to uh, the hyenas.
0: I have one more question for you.
1: <coughs> Golly. Okay. That Jeff impression destroyed me. Sorry. What's your
0: question? My question is, what rhymes with hug me?
1: Um, Can I lay you down a beat real quick? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Am I it. supposed to rap? I'm going to take you home to the master kitchen.
0: Plug That's, me. Uh, plug, yeah, me uh, plug, plug me, me. rhymes with plug me. hug me. Um, we need to plug our, our, our social media. Um, hey, we are on Twitter. It's at Purely Nostalgia. Um, and I am also on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith.
1: And I am also on Twitter at Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. stands for Jazz Hands.
0: Um, We have an Instagram as well, and we had to add the word pod to our username. So it's purely nostalgia pod. Mm -hmm. P-O-D stands for
1: people on people on um, the news. The news, (laughs) the bears. Uh, Sick
0: reference. Uh, And we're also on Letterboxd. It's the same as my my, uh, Twitter, Elisha P. Smith.
1: Yep, and I am also Alan Letterboxd at Clint J.H. Page. It's um, just all day jazz hands.
0: And I'm going to ask Jeff Bridges to join me in saying our classic <laughs> sign-off. So, because I think mean, Jeff
1: Bridges may need to take a
0: break. Nope, <laughs> Jeff Bridges, this is this is it. You can, Hold on. Jeff Bridges could say one more thing. Uh, Jeff needs a little swig of water. <laughs> okay, take a swig of water. Um oh. <laughs> is dying. Ah, right,
1: Clinton is dead, but Jeff is here.
0: Uh, that'll do, donkey. We will see you soon.
1: Thanks, Kenneth, for listening. say to that what (laughs) (laughs) what was that that's Nacho's babble ball (laughs) (laughs) what else does it say it says bada bing bada boom oh you got me yeah (laughs) baby (laughs) and And whoa it says come along big doggy Nacho hears that and he's like, Yeah, (laughs) I got you.
0: I'm doing something right.